Hi guys, you're very welcome here to another chat on this channel, Narcocon. Here we believe in dealing with all things in relation to how narcissists operate, what happened to us in the relationship with the narcissist. Answering questions about the narcissist often helps us answer questions about ourselves and for us to go on to progress on our healing journeys in a more meaningful way with a bit more clarity about exactly what went down in that engagement with the narcissist. So today I'd like to jump into how a narcissist experiences the average intimate relationship, medium to long term with another person, with a person who's in the realms of the normal who has empathy and who just doesn't understand how a narcissist can do the things that they do. and Where does it come from? And it's hard to grapple with this if we think about it from our own perspective and we put the normal human thought process in place and say, well, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't have done that. And that's where once we do that, we get very confused because narcissists, because of their narcissism and the self-defense mechanism that it is that often becomes offensive, they think in a totally different way. They experience reality molded to their view of reality. So we can't answer why narcissists do things from our own perspective. We can only answer it in relation to narcissism, what that's about, the control that they need to have over life, the manipulating of people and manipulating of reality, and even the changing of historical, factual events that happened to frame it in the way that they see it from their point of view that keeps them in a superior position that maintains their sense of control over a situation and that doesn't allow anything to get in to the true self of which they are deeply ashamed, which is shame based. That's not allowed to surface. That's why narcissism, their narcissism was created in order to never let the truth the truth that they experienced as a child come out. So with that said, how does a narcissist experience, you know, an intimate relationship? And I'm talking about not an arranged marriage, not a long term relationship, but as they jump from one relationship to the next, be it a year, three years, five years. So let's just have a look at that and I'll give you my best opinion of what a narcissist is going through from the perspective of education and experience and intuition, living with them and hearing about them in coaching. The narcissist like your eye actually does fall in love. It's more like a, an infatuation phase when they meet somebody that they deem worthy of their attention. Now, that person will excite them they will be very enthusiastic about embedding that person. Basically, their idea of falling in love is falling in control of that person. So that's usually called the love bombing phase. And 
the narcissist actually truly believes that at one stage you are the one. They build, they, they, they study you, they build a picture of who you are and they decide in that short time frame who you are and they put their own view of who you are in relation to them upon you, whether true or untrue, you know, whether it's a fact or not. They they actually build a kind of a, a fantasy around you and them. And they build, like we all do when we're in love to a certain extent, you know, we see a future that looks rosy and we think that we can really have life together. We're very excited because we're sharing a wonderful feeling with another person. And it's not too dissimilar for a narcissist, other than instead of kind of wanting to find out about who you are, how you feel about things, even though they'll ask these questions, their questions are based on how can I best control you? How can I best own you? What are your triggers? And you're feeling amazing because someone is taking such an intense interest in you. You may not even have experienced that as a child and it can actually be completing a phase that perhaps wasn't fully completed within you as a child. So it's it's nearly like a parental interest they take in you initially and they're just as excited as you because you seem to provide the material goods for the fantasy to exist, be that you have something the narcissist wants. You will always have something that the narcissist wants. It may be status. It may fit their mask. You may fit their mask. They have a missing piece of the mask. They want to prop up their idea of who they are. And if you fit that, say, they have a good job. They don't want to meet someone who doesn't have a good job. They want to meet someone who has a good job or a better job, which really consolidates and firms that mask that they show to the world. You may be, you know, really good looking. They may not be so good looking. That kind of builds you up as a more attractive couple that you basically get it. You will be providing them with a benefit or multiple benefits. The more excited they are about you initially, the more benefits you're going to be bringing to the table in their view. So you're, you know, in the first the first six months of any intimate relationship is usually the phase where people are falling in love with each other. They're showing each other their best sides. They want to impress each other and they want to love each other as much as possible. They're actually in love. And it doesn't look dissimilar to the in love phase for the narcissist. The problem lies in when you get to around the four to six month stage. And honestly, guys, this occurs again and again and again. It's like the narcissist's cycle. You can nearly you know, buy a DVD and at a certain point in the DVD, the DVD gives trouble or whatever. This is atypical, may vary a bit, but it's atypical. Four to six months phase. The narcissist has like a, a job description or a profile of you. And if you deviate from the profile that they have set for you in any way, that's threatening their control. That really, excuse the language, but that really pisses them off to see you not being the person that they contracted you to be. 
you're falling in love and you're developing and you're changing and you hope that the relationship will move on to a more, what can I say, a more less fantastical phase, but a more realistic phase where you both work together, grow together and reality sets in to a certain extent, even though you're still in love, you're kind of becoming love. Love is developing your feeling that you love the other person. The narcissist is not feeling this. The shine is going off you as you don't keep your contractual obligations that the narcissist decided you were going to provide in the relationship. The narcissist made a deal with you that you didn't realize you were making. In your view, you were doing the normal thing, falling in love, and that was going to develop, you know, on a, on a gradual basis into normal love. The narcissist, when you get to the four to six month stage, when things are beginning to die down a bit with you or you're feeling so empowered by the love bombing that you're feeling great about yourself and you're standing up for yourself a bit more, your self-esteem is at an all time high and you're looking for something back, say, from the narcissist or you're blossoming in your career or you're taking up new hobbies. And this threatens the narcissist's control as well. So at this stage, the narcissist is not expecting you to do less. The narcissist is expecting you to do more for them because the narcissist's expectations and filling up of themselves and their emotional regulation demands more and more and more as time goes on. And this is the time when the two ways split you're expecting more for yourself and expecting that the relationship is going to be on a more even keel, not the highs and lows of the in love stage. The narcissist is expecting you to be exactly the same as you were in the very beginning, doing just as much for them. And actually at this stage, expecting a bit more because that was their expectation that it was going to get better and better and better on their terms not on the terms of normal reality and normal progression of an intimate relationship. So this is the stage in order to reestablish control of you. The narcissist has to slap you down as you defer or deter or go off your contractual obligations. So they slap you down in order to bring you back under control and they slap you further down in order for you to pump out more, pump out more supply to them, pump out more emotional reaction, start to argue with them, start to, you know, start to question, start to pay more attention to what they do. So anytime they they take action against you, your emotional reaction is now back up to the dramatic level of the being in love stage. And it's at this four to six month stage, you can take it from the six month to the year stage, that usually there's a gradual and subtle devaluation of you to bring you back under control. And the relationship turns into the bad stage where you're being devalued, where the narcissist is getting their needs met in a negative manner from you. And this is the stage that the narcissist is also thinking, I'm not so sure about this person. 
They haven't done this. They haven't done that. I think what they presented to me was actually a, f- a falsity, not true. Now, this doesn't take into account that what you presented to them was just you, but their version of you was their version that is static, that doesn't change. And if you are perceived by the narcissist to have left the kind of snapshot version they had of you, then you're a traitor. You're not who you said you were. And they firmly believe this. They actually firmly believe this. Their narcissism is set up to be very sensitive to any deviation from what they've decided is reality and what they've decided they need from you, what they've decided is a comfortable position of control for them to be in over you. So at this stage, you're getting the stick from the narcissist. You're totally not understanding what's going on and deciding that the first six months or four to six months was so good that it's worth working on the relationship but actually you'll be the only one working on the relationship. You will be kowtowing and subcoming to the push and pull of the narcissist's devaluation phase if you don't know what a narcissist is and what's going on. So the narcissist at this stage is devaluing you, but is looking around at the other cycles that the narcissist has gone up, going on in the background. And this is with past relationships the narcissist has had, they go to recycle that cycle. There's always wheels changing with the narcissist. You are never the only one. You will feel like you are the only one. And for a certain time, the narcissist won't concentrate on the other cycles. Those cycles will be on a total go slow. But believe you me, those cycles are going on in the background with other people. The narcissist can't rely on just one person to have their needs met because they can't be sure that they will keep one person under control all the time. They have to have options. People are options to narcissists. And anyone that struggles and wants to go back to the narcissist, and we have all gone through the phase where we may have had a few cycles with a narcissist. So we understand that we, our brain attempts to help us figure out a way that we could actually actually live with this person, that we could actually go back to that fantasy and have the good times again and make the good times last. And that's just never going to happen with a narcissist because not one person is the one for the narcissist. It's always changing. The one person is the one person at one time. Then another person is the one person. And they can switch it back to you being the one person for a shorter period and shorter cycle. And in the next podcast, I'll get on to why narcissists stay in long term relationships. We're going to really focus on that in the future, in the next near future and how to escape, as I promised the last time, how to escape or plan your escape from a long term relationship with a narcissist. This is the narcissist, what we're talking about today, the commoner gardener phase or intimate relationship that the narcissist jumps from one, you know, medium to short term relationship, medium to long term relationship, rather, with people. 
So we've gotten to the stage where it's the six months to a year subtle devaluation may have been going on at this stage. And it's the year to 18 months when it usually gets so that you have quite a few maybe discards. The narcissist disappears for the night, doesn't answer their phone, more silent treatments, um, maybe a week break from from the relationship to bring you back under control. It's at the usually the 12 to 18 month stage that the narcissist is going hunting for new supply um, because you've let them down. You're not who you said you were, not who they had you um, had. You're, you're not fitting the picture that they had of you. Nothing to do with you now, guys. You have just been doing your normal stuff and there was actually nothing you could do about it. This is the narcissist's problem. It's not your problem. You're just going along in your normal manner. You don't have a narcissistic brain. You don't understand how they work, but hopefully you will a little bit have a little bit more clarity about how the narcissist experiences this um, type of relationship, this type of intimate relationship and why they chop and change so often. So they'll be have hunting for something better. You know, they've they become disillusioned with your relationship, disillusioned with you, and they're figuring out there must be something, somebody or something else better out there for them. And while they're in the 12 month to 18 month stage, or it could be the 18 month to 24 month, however long it has taken to get to that stage with each individual situation, it's slightly different, but the cycle is usually the same. They'll also be propping themselves up more with family interactions. There may be their family of origin. They may be seeing more of their friends in inverted commas, which could be new friends and new sources of intimate supply. They'll also be revisiting the older sources of supply and seeing what's going on in those situations. And they may be throwing the old sources of supply up in your face as part of the devaluation and the triangulation and the pumping more fuel out of you and to make you feel that they're of great value and that you should try harder to not lose the narcissist as the narcissist pulls further and further away from you and you go further and further towards the narcissist and further and further lose the person that you actually are and lose your individuality, lose your self-esteem and your self-respect. The narcissist then finally decides to discard you, um, may do it in a certain way so that they can cover all bases so that they're trying to put you in a holding position, say they need a break, they need space. This is so typical of the narcissist towards the end of this relationship. They need space to figure their life out. That is, they need space to groom the new supply or to get embedded again with an older source of supply or both or both because it's always about options. So if you keep that in mind, guys, if you're tempted at all, or if you're still pining for the narcissist, if you're in that phase of healing where you can't quite get by this, remember that's the way they experience an intimate relationship with everybody and anybody. The time frame may differ. They may stay in a long relationship for certain reasons, which I'll go into in another podcast. But I'm telling you that person in the long term relationship is not getting what you got in the love bomb stage. That's what the narcissist wants you to believe. 
That's the fantasy that the narcissist wants you to believe, to torture you with, that you're actually missing out on something. You are only missing out on a very disordered mind that can never have a linear relationship. The narcissist is like a continual bike. The wheels are turning all the time and they're at a different stage in the cycle of a relationship with everybody. They're in the love bomb, deval, discard, hoover, love bomb stage with everybody. So stop thinking about the narcissist and start to think about yourself and your life going forward because you have the hope of building a linear, wonderful, fruitful, happy and joyous relationship with another person. And that is a blessing indeed. Until the next time, guys, take very good care of yourselves. Stick with it if you're struggling. Concentrate on your own life and yourself. It will come around. It will get better. And someday you will look back on the narcissist with a strange sense of compassion. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.